If Halifax is talking about it, we might be. <laughs> Thanks for being here. We're Melody and Foreman in the Morning on Hot Country 103.5. And I, this week, had a life-changing announcement. I, this week, got a glowing review of my relationship from my wife, Ashley. Uh, Plus, our dating and relationship expert, Geneva Dickey from the Book of Love Canada, stirred up the most controversy we've ever had, all thanks to a pile of hoodies. <laughs> and I was granted permission by another listener to punch Foreman because of his stance on cloth versus sponge. It's a rag. Uh, wash myself with a rag on. <laughs> On a stick. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I just called you guys to say, like, I love you guys. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Like, you guys are very unfiltered, and I love it. And uh, honestly, I talked to you guys the other day with a coworker, and he was like, yeah, I listen to them too, and it's awesome. We have a massive, huge, life altering, never be the same again. Announcement to make for you right now. Did we mention that it's Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5? Obviously. Oh, okay. Who else would make such an important announcement? Wow, I don't know. Who else would have such a drastic change on your day-to-day life? (laughs) Who else would build something up so much Mm -hmm. for probably nothing? I didn't say that, and I don't think it's nothing. You, of all people, should not be saying it's nothing. Maybe you should probably take the floor from here about what we're doing. Well, maybe we could let my daughter. Your daughter. My daughter has the Lily. Announcement. Yeah, she has a she has a big big announcement. Lily is three and a half. Already making life altering announcements. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very impressive. Are we all ready for this? I yeah. Well yeah. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to be a big, big sister. What? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that touch. That's great. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, Lily's going to be a big, big sister. A big sister. Yeah, she is. Come June 2023. Which could only mean a couple of different things, but I think I, we've narrowed it down to one possible thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm pregnant. Yay! Yay! <laughs> you know, it's one of those things that obviously we haven't, I'm 16 weeks, we haven't mentioned it yet on this show. No. But if you saw me, you knew, because I looked 20 weeks pregnant from the moment that I peed on a stick. So it was- No, you didn't. Yeah, I sure Not did. at all. I thought you lost weight. Yeah, so there was no hiding it. Uh, and there were some listeners um, that, you know, that saw us over the break, who then when we told, were like, I was wondering when you were sick so often. And it's like, well, no, we were just sick. We were, we were all just sick. Yeah, that's everybody. That's just everybody. Been sick. We've just been sick. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, I'm a house. <laughs> Your shirt literally says house on it, actually, but stack house. It does. <laughs> and I feel like a house at the moment. I, I Yeah. 16 weeks. Is there anything else 
uh, we know or we, we should know yet? Or We're not going to know. We're not oh, going to find not, out. You're not going to know anything. We're not going to know anything. We have, well, we well, have, well. We have some thoughts. Okay. I will say that this ultrasound, we feel like we saw some nubs and bumps that we definitely didn't see for, ah. for our female uh, anatomy scan. Right. So, hmm. you know, you never know. Did you find out with Lily? No. No? No. And you're obviously you're okay with not knowing since you're going to do it again. Yeah. I could not do that. Really? We yeah. were as soon as we could. We we're like, I need to know what this is. I want to plan appropriately. I was positive that this time around, I was gonna want to know, and I'd even told you that. I yeah. said I was gonna find out this time. Tom wasn't going to, but I was going to. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we, you and I, we usually try to keep things light and fun uh, on the show. I will mention that I had a pregnancy loss this time last year. Mm-hmm. You also knew about that, uh, and because of that, I thought I've got to know. I've got to know everything I can this yeah. time. But then. When we when we got our ultrasound and we got all our tests done and everything was good, I thought I don't need to know at all. I'm just wow. happy to know that there's a healthy, happy baby in there and yeah. and I'm good. Wow. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me again in a month. <laughs> we have been uh, overrun with plenty of congratulations messages, uh, like Melissa in Lower Sackville, huge congratulations, Brittany and Kennecook, congratulations, Melody. Karen and Dartmouth, congratulations, Mel. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Gina and Spryfield, congratulations, Mel. Tom and Big Big Sister. Yeah. Uh, Don and Lakeland, congratulations, Melody. God bless you and baby. Thank you. Uh, Shane, who said, congratulations, I'm sure you look radiant and beautiful, to which I said, no, I'm looking huge and like someone whose child won't let them shower, but... <laughs> But thanks. I'll take it. <laughs> well done, Shane, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Sherry in Dartmouth says, congratulations to Melody, Tom, and Lily. All the best. Ava in Halifax says, yay! The suspense of her announcement was real. My you mom did. and I were like, is Melody pregnant? But she didn't know. No, but you did build it up. Yes. A lot. You're welcome. <laughs> Donna Enfield says congrats. Leanne in Middle Sackville says congrats, Melody. So exciting. Jessica in Cole Harbor says, OMG, Mel, congratulations. I'm like unreasonably excited for you. We've never met, but you both are such a great part of everyday life for me, and I'm so happy. I, that, see, those are the, like, that means a lot to us. That means a lot. You have no idea. Because yeah. we feel the same way about you. Absolutely. I'm glad I'm included in that one, too. Yeah, That's, you are. Because I, I feel like I'm just as much a part of this new baby's life. <laughs> As anyone else. But not too much a part of this new baby's life. That's not what we're saying. No, that's a deal breaker. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Hey, kids, it's Rick. How you doing? Rick! What's up? Young lady, did I hear some news about you? Yes, sir, you did. Uh, I, we've got kids, we've got young lady. I yeah. just, this is... <laughs> You're, you've heard correctly, Melody is with child. I am. Wow. Congratulations. How far along are you? 16 weeks. Holy <laughs> So did you already find out, boy or girl? No, we're not going to find out. We're not, really? We didn't find out for Lily either. Oh, good for you. That's, uh, that's absolutely amazing. Good for you. Very oh, happy. Th- thank you. Well, you know, I worked really hard at it. <laughs> Come on. You did nothing except thinking about cinnamon buns. Get out of here. 
<laughs> Cinnamon blends were involved, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyways, congratulations. Uh, I hope everything goes well, and I'm very happy for you. Oh, thank you so much. That's so sweet. Thank you. All right, enjoy your day. Inform and leave her alone. Don't pick on her today. Oh, <laughs> Well, you could be showing up wearing your dildo shirt or, or fantasy about a horse picture or something. Who knows, man? Leave the lady alone. She's got enough stuff going on. You're right. Thank you. What do you do when your girlfriend has a pile of hoodies from other men? By pile, you mean probably an entire walk-in closet full? There's 50 of them in this guy's case. Obviously, that's why he's reaching out to us for help. And we're going to try and help him with Nova Scotia's only matchmaker, Geneva Dickey, from the Book of Love Canada. It's a quarter after eight. And Geneva is our date. And we need you now. We're knocking on your door. Let us in, because it's time for Dear Dear Geneva now. Dear Geneva, I'm having a bit of an issue here, and I need some advice. My girlfriend has a collection of sweaters. I'm talking like 50 of them. And they're all from ex-boyfriends or other guys. It really bugs me. She even wears them. I told her how it made me feel seeing her wear an ex's hoodie, and she told me that there's no emotional or sentimental attachment. She and her friend came up with a game to get as many guys' hoodies as possible for fun, but now she doesn't want to get rid of them. We're both young, we're 19, we've been together about six months, and we're having a good time together except for this one thing. If we keep getting more serious, it's fair to expect her to give up her collection of X memorabilia, right? Right. No! Yes. <gasps> what? Yes. Explain yourself, Foreman. That's weird, man. Why? I get, you know, I get that it's all, they're not all from exes. It was a, a game throughout your teenage years. They're like, let's get sweaters right away. Not a fan of this kleptomaniac who's stealing sweaters. <laughs> I have left behind clothing at other people's. I have lost sweaters to other men as well. Yeah. And then you see them wearing them. Like, hey, that was my hoodie like three months ago. Yeah. What the hell? I hate that. I Get definitely it back. Borrow, borrowed clothes from people 12 years ago and they're never getting it back. Yeah. But I don't see the difference between, you know, collecting hoodies that you like along the way and you get you get stupid hoodies and stupid shirts all over the place. You go to a, a brewery, you're like, I'm going to get a shirt. You go to this thing, you're like, I'm going to get a hat. Like, you yeah. just collect crap. And it wasn't my ex-girlfriend's. But that that's, <laughs> doesn't matter. I think that's weird. I've got jewelry from exes that I still have it and I wear because why not? It's nice. Why? You sell that it's stuff. It's nice. <laughs> but if I like it, why would I? I have sold things but that I didn't like. But if I like it, if yeah. she likes these hoodies. That seems, that's weird. I mean, the uh, 50 hoodies is a lot of hoodies. Who has that much space? Well, that's the one thing. You're 19 and you got room for 50 hoodies. What are you? What choices have you made in life and why have I not made them? Is there a whole house a closet? What is this? Is it your bed? Yeah, I, I don't like that many things from exes. And uh, I know they're not, again, I know they're not all exes. I still find it weird. Geneva, wow. I feel like you're going to take me to task over this. Please do. <laughs> Okay, now I wanted to keep it light, but I wanted, because he's so young, I really want to address this in a more serious way. And I know it's just hoodies, but 
I want to talk about like jealousy and insecurity and what it looks like on a man. So when we are out dating and getting into early relationships and, you know, if we are dating beautiful women, there is going to be times that you're feeling jealous and there's two ways that you can react. You can react in a high value, confident way or a low value, jealousy based way. This is very jealousy based. It's not a good look on him. Mm -hmm. And I want to ask him the difference. What is more attractive? And I'm just going to ask you right now. Could you please get rid of those hoodies from those men? It makes me feel insecure. Or, hey, can I borrow some hoodies from you from all of those men that you stole them from? And I can advance my wardrobe. Good job, girl. Go get some more. And then you know what I mean? Do what Lisa Jane suggested on Facebook and start posting pictures of you wearing the ex's hoodies. No. Maybe even tag the ex. What what better flex than that? I don't want to wear them. And I don't like your tone of voice when you talked about him there. No, I think that was totally fair. You're right. That is the underlying thing. It's that that just deep-rooted insecurity. Also, how dare yeah. you ever tell her what she can or can't wear? You know, it's yeah. not what you can and can't wear. It's why do you have all these hoodies from these exes and other guys? Ew, get rid of them. It's just odd. No, I like what Elizabeth has said. That I think she's got it right. Um, I mean, she says in her mind, honestly, I'm seriously impressed. She is that young and managed to score that many goodies that she didn't have to buy. Dude, your girlfriend is awesome. Yes. (laughs) Personally, (laughs) I think that's cool. However, if it bothers you, then it bothers you and that is valid. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's true. And it's a conversation that can be had. And she could get rid of the hoodies of the exes and keep the rando hoodies, right? And then expand your closet. That could be a compromise, of course. But I really think that we should dig deep and see why we're, like, feeling that way. It's really not about the hoodie. Dig deeper, dude. you got to dig deeper. Yeah, I also, again, I know we're, we're like, this is just hoodies and they're 19. Let's let's be honest. They're not. They're not making it yeah, the distance fine. anyway. Yeah. But that's not that young. That's pretty young. Not really. And also, really, I'm impressed that there's a 19-year-old that listens to us. <laughs> Who knew? But <laughs> Thank you. But I also do think there is something to be said here for the fact that where does this line end if he's at this point like it really bugs me that you own this thing then he can do that for anything and you're just setting this up for a constant problem dave texted red flag over 50 how many men has she been with to settle down oh my god see that is low value insecure yes Yes. and he's not the first person to make a comment like that no yeah someone did on facebook too at least this guy writing this is very clear you know it was a game that her and her friend had to get sweaters from exes but also other people so any other guy she's known she just steals their things what a nice person also regardless like you know what people have a past and you don't shame them for it no (laughs) no so and here's the thing is that as a matchmaker who deals with people you know 30 plus it starts this young and i know that i'm focusing on this guy and i'm reaming on this guy and kind of ignoring the 50 hoodie situation but it starts with this kind of stuff very small and if you get what you want it's going to get into larger things and larger forms of controlling people and the women you're with i really really want to draw the line here no No. i feel the exact same way if he's like here this thing that you've collected for years before you met me it bugs me you need to get rid of it and then and then like i said later on it's gonna be like oh that dress is a little too provocative i don't like the attention you get when you're wearing it i don't want you to wear it anymore and then it's gonna be this other thing yes it is it's such a slippery slope no, and I if, bet you if she was writing in, she'd be like, okay, this is just like a fun game that I have. 
but he's really insecure about it and he's really jealous and it makes me uncomfortable. Is this a red flag? That's the question we would get if she was writing in about yes, that. Yes, and we would say it is. And we would say it's a yellow or a red flag, yeah. Yes. Hey, once upon a time, Steve Carell collected a lot of action figures and once he was forced to sell them all, he was much happier. <laughs> He was 40. <laughs> and a virgin. And, and yes. And Krista's texted us now, too. A lot of, a lot of guys having their opinion to yeah. hear thrown around this morning. But he says, I'm with Foreman. It's weird. I think it's disrespectful to her new boyfriend. Mm. Well, okay. Uh. Geneva Kimberly Smith also texted and said, everything Geneva said, I said in my head even before it left her lips. Yeah. So I agree with you. She agrees with you. It sounds like the majority of women agree with you. <laughs> we just got a few men True. who need to. And, and Allison has texted too. If you want me to get rid of them, then you better be replacing them with something equally as comfy cozy. <laughs> exactly. A good hoodie is a good hoodie. <laughs> a good hoodie is hard to find. Just take them and wear them. Yes. Like that's 120 bucks minimum. Exactly. <laughs> what do you think, Bailey? Yeah, that's fair. I think that's fair. That, he, that she should get rid of them. What? That's a lot of hoodies. Maybe keep, like, your top five. Okay, so pick pick some, but maybe... It's not like they live together. He can't tell her what, you know... You got a well, little too many things, honey. <laughs> but does she wear them, or does she just have them? That we don't know. Good point. Yeah, we don't quite... If she's wearing... is like If she has a 50-day rotation <laughs> of just those sweaters, that's making it a yeah. lot weirder. Uh, also, that makes her the most comfortable gal in the universe. Like, I wish I could wear a hoodie They're a day. your ex's hoodie. Oh, Girl. but a good hoodie. Oh. That would be nice. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bailey. Well, Jared, how about you? What do you think? If I personally was dealing with a situation where a girl that I was talking to had a collection of men's clothing and was like, had some weird sentimental value to that, I would personally be like, that's a walking red flag. And I would just leave her personally right there, right then and there. But in a situation where a man collects, say, women underwear, as a collection, if a woman was to say, get rid of those, and the man's like, no, like, these are personally attached, like, I like these, you know she's going to leave him, per- like, right then and there. Like, it's not even, she's going to tell all her friends that he's a creep, and blah, 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 blah. Like, okay. This is a this conversation's equivalent of apples versus oranges. <laughs> Women's underwear versus hoodies is not the same thing, Jared. No, I thought of it like this. I thought of that. I was like, it's a little different because of personal hygiene issues, whatever. <laughs> but at the same time, at the same time, if this man is listening to the radio station, leave, brother. You gotta go. It's not your time anymore. Like, she doesn't want you. She's got a hundred hit list. You know what I mean? Like, everyone knows that she keeps their clothes and she likes wearing them to bed and like thinking of these men keeping her warm. Like it's just it's just it's a little sus. And it's not even a jealousy thing. I think it's like a, a respect thing. I think it's weird. If she wants to she wants to have all those clothes, she should donate them because there's lots of uh, mm. people up there, I'm sure. Yeah. But if she wants if she wants to hang them on her wall, she may as well like put their names on the back of it too and and tag them and wow. put the date on it. You know what I mean? Put the date on it. Well, I just hope that if they do break up, she at least gets his hoodie before no, they get you, out of there. You guard those no. on your way out. Yeah, no, get get that hoodie girl and run. Hi, <laughs> right, Scotty Collar. <gasps> Scotty! It's Scotty! Come Scotty! He's got a rocking little buddy! My Scotty sense was tingling that mm-hmm. you might have something to say about this. 
first things first, I would love to be an insecure 19-year-old again. Oh, couldn't we all? Yeah, because, man, that's silly. Just sweaters. Just sweaters. But I will say this. He should just start wearing the sweaters himself. (laughs) If he wears them every day, a different one, he's just commenting, but you know, you're right. These are really comfortable. Don't wear anything else. Just the sweaters. (laughs) Oh, my God. Ew, David. They'll be gone. (laughs) They'll be gone. It, it won't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, we're going out to dinner. Wear a hoodie. Wear a sweater. It doesn't matter. She, you know. So you, so she, she'll either dump your ass or, uh, you know, maybe that's not the way we want to well, go. I don't think sure. he wants that outcome. But you okay. seem pretty confident that it's going to lead to the other outcome that he does want in her getting rid of them. Yeah. No, it's not going <laughs> to. No, it's not going to. She Don't start listening to boys when you're 19. But also, you should or shouldn't have. Don't start getting rid of belongings when you're 19. You're just getting started. You got to make a collection. You well, got all those sweaters. You might get cold one winter. A good new hoodie exactly. is like 60 bucks. So. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. You're sitting exactly. on money, lady. Mm-hmm. So she should so. sell them. Ah. Yeah. No, I suppose she could do that. But it sounds like she's put in the work to get them. Oh, it doesn't sound right either. It's anyway. Um, <laughs> yep. All good points. <laughs> I got this great, great review of my relationship from the other person in the relationship, okay. which is the you know the one you want that great review from. That's the important opinion. Always striving for that review. Okay, it's all about me. No, was this was this like a like an actual review? Well, kind of. We just started talking about things, and I don't know how we got on the topic of deal breakers, but Ashton and I got on the topic of what it, what's a deal breaker. Oh, and. Cheating is, of course, the ultimate deal breaker. Yes. For most people. Yes. How do you, where do you come back with that trust afterwards? Yes. To be very serious about it. I mean, I don't know if I could trust someone after that. No. And could they trust you? Probably not. No. So there, that's a deal breaker. And then the rest of it is nothing else. There are no other deal breakers. She is quite satisfied and everything's good. There's nothing else I can do. Wait a minute. <laughs> Come on! That's not the same. Talking about potential deal breakers isn't the same thing as. Like, yes, it is. No, she's saying. She said I'm quite satisfied, and there's nothing else. There's nothing else that would that would break the deal. What else do I need to know? I could, I mean, I could literally technically do anything but cheat. Not that I would. Not that I'm ever thinking that way. This isn't a review on you <laughs> as a husband. This is this is just is. Ashley admitting to the standards that she has, which are like, yeah, as long as you don't cheat, I'm good. Yeah. Because <laughs> everything else I'm doing is so great. That's not what she's saying. Uh, are you sure? <laughs> I think we need to call Ashley and see if, if what she meant to say was, I am so happy with every single thing that you do in our life. That's what I heard. <laughs> that there is nothing that you could do that would make me unhappy. Hello. 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 We were trying to talk about what uh, you and I talked about the other day. That the only deal breaker there is, is cheating. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, I remember that now. Like, Foreman Foreman took that 
as you basically saying he is so perfect in every way mm-hmm. that the only possible thing that could ever make you not feel that way about him is if he cheated. Of course, that's his, his interpretation. No, oh, that's I, funny. I believe the specific quote. See, this was, is exactly why I love you so much. <laughs> you said, and I quote, "I'm quite comfortable. I'm quite content." I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I said content. Too I don't content. know what's comfortable. <laughs> Same thing. I'm quite content was the glowing review. That's all I needed. That, that's what you strive for. <laughs> if that were an actual survey, that would be like the third option on a survey from like yeah, not satisfied, satisfied at all. Yeah. Before needs improvement. Yeah. <laughs> See? That just speaks to every, I'm just so happy in every other way Yeah. that, you know, you couldn't do anything worse. That, that's it. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> just take it. Take it and run. Yeah. Take what you get. I, I like also, by the way, how you left out the rest of that, of how we were both just too lazy to actually ever do that. Oh, and a, divorce was just so expensive. It's a lot of it's a lot of time, money, and effort to bother to get divorced. So, I put up with pretty much everything except cheating, so I don't have to go through that. I mean, we did start off with that, and then move towards the yeah. You know what? We don't want that anyways, so it is good. Yeah, we're, we're good. But, yeah, I, I like the context here. Who could be bothered? <laughs> it's a lot of work. We might as well just stay how we are. We're <laughs> happy. We're yeah. great. Well, I'm quite I, I am quite content <laughs> from the result of this call. So I am satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew's excellent. <laughs> Thank you for completing this customer satisfaction survey. Well, who's this? Andrea. Andrea! It's Andrea who had a farm. Oh, don't forget the pig that lived in the living room. <laughs> and she is on the phone. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, Foreman. Yes. Congratulations on your review from your wife. Oh, thank you. <laughs> His glowing review. Uh, I mean, what a great review that was, right? Mediocre at best. <laughs> yes, it was basically her saying she's not dissatisfied, but. Maybe you could do better. No, it's not. No, it's it's her saying I can do no wrong except for one thing. Well, I'm gonna take your one thing and say, you know, I agree. Cheating, we're done. But I'm gonna add. I'm not sticking around if my partner is being um kind of a crappy human to all the people in our lives that we love. Mm. No, that's allowable, actually. I'm allowed to do that. (laughs) uh, I'm going to the extreme of, you know, harm to myself or my son. I said to my husband, I said, look, you ever want out? Just tell me. You don't need to kill me. Just, (laughs) just, Just tell me and we'll separate. You, you don't need to kill me. Well, that's good you guys have come to that understanding. <laughs> yes, yes, we have. Pretty much everything else he can, you know, he's, he's fine. Cheating and a little light murder. <laughs> definitely deal breakers. Right. But otherwise. Otherwise, your husband, he's got a glowing review as well, Quite it sounds content. like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, last night he was cooking supper and I interrupted it. 
uh, for him to come help me with our son because he woke up to vomit everywhere. Oh! I started gagging, and he's like, yeah, I got this. You go run the bath. That's pretty nice. I was like, wow, a guy who can handle baby vomit. Everyone listening right now is really happy they heard that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry for that for the morning. Murder, vomit, you know. And I'm, I'm sorry Tom did not hear that <laughs> melody. <laughs> we can't help that this was in the headlines this morning. It's tragic, but it's true. Melanie Informant. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 103.5. This is Tragically Trending. Thank goodness Prince Harry has taken some time out of his busy royal family bridge-burning agenda (laughs) during his press tour for his new memoir, Spare, to regale us with a tale about his todger. Specifically, when his... British baton <laughs> got frostnip. The context of this is that you're going to the North Pole. Thank you. Okay, and things got very cold. At what point did you realize there was a crisis at the South Pole? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> ah. ah, that's perfect. <laughs> Once I got home. What? <laughs> really? Yeah. All the way home? Yeah. It took it that long to thaw oh, out? because, look, okay. <laughs> The context was that these amazing veterans were doing a walk to the North Pole. Yes. They had all the training, I had none, and I turned up thinking, how bad can this be? It's um, only the North Pole. It's only it's only the North Pole, it's only minus 35 degrees. I've got the salopettes, I've got the jacket, I've got the warm stuff, um, I've got all the things that I need. But what I didn't have was um, what I had when I actually went to the South Pole, which was a <laughs> cushion. <laughs> Which, which, if you... Pardon! Pardon! Don't worry, don't worry, he goes on. So my man piece, my Johnson, my Wilson, my Todger, my Willie. Yes. All the things in any other words. Exactly. If you need to know any other words, I think the Austin Powers uh, sequence is a very good... Yes, uh, the Tower of London. Exactly. (laughs) That's you. Big Ben. (laughs) Um, Yes. That was against one layer of clothing or two very thin layers of clothing and the cold to the mi- minus 35. And when you're walking, you're you're hot and you're yeah. trying not to sweat because the sweat freezes. Yeah. And once it's numb, you don't know the pain. It's, it's, it's just right. numb. So when do you find out? Like, what, when does it occur oh, to you that something not, weeks, not as all weeks right? After, weeks after I got back. It was a slow, deteriorating uh, situation. <laughs> no one wants to have the word slow, deteriorating situation in relation to that body part. No. But on the upside, he's opened up a whole new snow-related genre of genital nicknames like Frosty and his snowballs, <laughs> Mr. Cool, <laughs> John Snow, the Avalanche, <laughs> the, or his, Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> Mm-hmm. His Stone Cold Steve Austin, <laughs> his Edward Snowden, <laughs> and the sexiest of all choices, little Olaf. <laughs> and then, whenever he wants to uh, jump a glacial crevice, <laughs> as they call it, he can say, <gasps> An act of true love will thaw a frozen heart. And if that doesn't get you in the bed, I don't know what will. <laughs> What kind of pregnant person are you?
<laughs> the new game show. Yes, what? God, no, I won't do that whole. <laughs> we could have. <laughs> we could have. If we prepared anything on the show, we would have. <sighs> Doesn't matter anyway, no. because there's Melody on one side and John Party's wife, Summer, on the other side, who says, I will never get over how amazing this pregnancy experience has been and how wildly magical the female body is. Yes. In a post on her nude, beautiful, wonderful, stunning pregnancy photo shoot. Which is very easy for her to say when she looks like she's still been working with a personal trainer five times a week with the you know greatest nutritionist ever. She looks like exactly the stunning model she looked like before, just now with this perfect little bump and amazing boobs. Like, there's a lot going on there when this, these celebrity pregnant people look exactly the same as yeah. before other than boobs and bump. Exactly. I'm not saying that you have to look a certain way to do, you know, nude photo shoots or boudoir shots or whatever. You just have to have a confidence in yourself regardless of, of all of those things. What I am saying is I do not have that confidence anytime <laughs> I'm pregnant because the moment I pee on a stick, every inch of me becomes bloated. Cellulite pops up on areas I didn't even know it could, like on my <laughs> knees. Uh, I have, my body moves like I'm like 90, but I have acne like I'm a teenager in the throes of puberty and I pee every time I cough. This is not a sexy time and I don't even want to treat it as such. No. I'm just waddling around. And and Summer's photo shoot here, she's due in a month. You're, you're not due for months. Which just like, you know how much worse this is going to be. I'm sitting here right now being like, oh, I can't get comfortable. Just you wait for him. Uh, it's already, I'm, I'm, why, would, why would I wait? It's already here. So who, which type of pregnant person are you is our question. 902-425-1035. Are you a Melody? We have a lot of Melodies. Uh, yeah. Not as many as I thought, but Jessica Lauren said, if I didn't look like a helium balloon with a head, maybe she would do the, the nude maternity shoot. Jen Haley said, no, I look like a cranky beached whale the entire time during pregnancy. No one wants to remember that. <laughs> Jessica Frazier hated being pregnant. Hated every part of it. But labor and delivery for both kids went textbook. Wow. So well, how about nice. Kimberly, who says, I loved being pregnant. Uh, Luella says, I had a wonderful pregnancy. I didn't do, do the photo shoot, but wish I did. Uh, Tammy did do that photo shoot with her first child. Wow. I loved being pregnant. There's so many people here. Sarah did a boudoir shoot. Uh, Jamie did a shoot in lingerie for her first son. Regrets not doing it for her second. Wow. Right? I, it's a, you know, I'm not saying I don't love being pregnant. I absolutely love being pregnant. I just don't even want my husband to look at me right now. Uh, this, you did this. Let's turn the lights off and pretend it never happened. It's your fault, man. <laughs> We also have, thank you, Lisa, for also texting. I loved being pregnant each time. I felt great and felt I carried it good, too. I gained 50 pounds each time, but amazingly, no stretch marks. Okay, well, Lisa, thank you for entering the conversation. <laughs> how about you, Kelly? I did one professionally, and then the other ones I did myself. Okay, how many kids? How many photo shoots I, were there? I, I have two. Okay. One will be nine, and one is going to be five in four days. Out of curiosity, no. do you display these? These are these are private. Like they go in the jewelry box that goes at the top of the shelf of mom and dad's closet, so you know the kids don't find it unless they do accidentally, like I did for my parents. Oh no! Uh, but my, oh. I'm a very open person. My kids see me naked like every day. Okay, all so right. So they, I, I have posted um, on my public or on my 
private Facebook page, but, you know, I've got rid of my nipples, you know, because of Facebook. Yes. But other than that, like, you know, I'm not, I, I don't hide them. So this this is a full, full nude thing because Summer, yeah. John Party's wife, Summer here, is like covering up areas. You can right. see her belly yeah, and stuff. I didn't, but. I didn't cover up my breasts. No, it's my, because my, your breasts get really nice when you're pregnant. Oh my gosh. <laughs> No, they sure do. That's, do. That is that is one of the you big parts. You want to show it up. Plus, <laughs> after you give birth, they're out all the time they, if you're breastfeeding. You're like, sorry, father-in-law, you're going to sit there. You're going to see this. Oh, yep. No, no. <laughs> no, it's like, sorry, get over it. <laughs> yeah, no, true. Or if you're like in the shopping mall and you hear someone else's baby cry and you look <laughs> yeah. down and, and you're like, like well, oh, shoot. <laughs> We are upping our celebrity game today. We being Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. If you've ever watched Vikings, you recognize this guy? You don't want to listen. That is your choice. But I am the leader of this great army. Men! And you will obey me! <sighs> it's, a, it's a pretty good visual, too. Yeah. <laughs> Bjorn Ironside. <laughs> Played by Alexander Ludwig, who's also now singing country music. And he's here with us right now. What's going on? Hello. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? Great. Great to talk to you. Are you in BC right now? Yeah, I'm in a hotel room in Toronto and we had a showcase in uh, Calgary and I'm playing a show at the Dakota Tavern uh, here tonight. But <laughs> I have to be honest, I was like on four hours of sleep and so tired. Well, that I made that's okay. Four yeah. hours of sleep yeah. puts you about at the intelligence level uh, where we usually exist mm-hmm. and, and subside. So we're yeah. good. What are we're your thoughts good. on fart jokes? <laughs> yeah. I think that there's always room for a good fart joke. Don't, don't, yeah. don't leave room. Because if well, you leave yeah. an inch, Foreman's going to take a mile. That's it. <laughs> we may get there. We And we're going to, and we're definitely going to get to your music. But uh, might we just start with you, Alexander? Ludwig, heir to the Ludwig drum fortune, we can honest, uh, assume. <laughs> um, you know what? That's uh, I, I actually really should put that in my bio. Um, <laughs> that would be really cool. Yeah. You yeah. don't have room in your bio. Your bio is already <laughs> insanely impressive. Uh, starting oh. with a Harry Potter toy commercial, your first gig, <laughs> my favorite thing of all time. That's so funny. I was like 10 years old. I stole my mom's phone, called her old agent, and um, and asked for a, a meeting. Um, and she ended up sending me on this this audition for the toy commercial. To date, it's still my favorite, you know, payday ever because they gave me the toy. And, yes, you know that was the best performance you'll ever see. Adventures of Harry Potter continue in the slime chamber. Oh, exactly. Oh you've, my god, you've endeared yeah. Melody so much, even though she hated your uh, Hunger Games character. <laughs> I guess we're all supposed to. Yeah, I mean, most people did. What I love so much about that character is was just um, the end of that movie. Like, I feel like that character would have been such a caricature unless the director did what he did. And he, he wrote a scene for me at the very end of that film. And it was actually that scene that actually, I think, made the character stand out, which was when you realize he's just a cog in this crazy machine oh, as exactly. well. You know? <laughs> One more kill. <laughs> It's the only thing I know how to do. Bring pride to my district. Not that it matters. 
I don't actually hate the player. I hate the game, the Hunger mm-hmm. Games. Yeah. 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 You might say yeah. he deserves his own spinoff to have another Hunger Games movie focused around that. You might, but I also think we're good. <laughs> He's like, I'm good. I'm done. Right. I moved on. Yeah. You've moved on from, yeah. I love that you're, you know, your early acting career is a Harry Potter commercial, and then you're an Air Bud, not Air Bud, Air Bud World Pup. And then the Sandlot, not the Sandlot, but the Sandlot heading home. And then you're in the Hunger Games. And then you're this huge star in all these huge movies. And now we get to hear you sing and see you perform everywhere as a country singer. It's really funny. Like if you if you dig um, if you dig deep enough, you'll find a lot of skeletons uh, in my in my <laughs> film, <laughs> my proverbial film closet. The country thing is just a it's pretty crazy how this all happened. You know, I've been writing music my whole life and my mom had gone to this like music store um, and convinced this guy to teach me how to play guitar when I was 10, 11 or whatever. And every day for, you know, um, 10 years, we would, we would practice together and I played on my fingers bled and would write music and, in, in, in Whistler and play wherever I could. And that's saying something because it, it, when your parent forces you into an activity, <laughs> usually you don't take to it. No, this was, it's funny. No, this was actually something I was begging her to do. Oh, yeah. I, okay. I loved, I, no, I loved, um, <laughs> if anything, it was the opposite. They were always worried about me getting into the, you know, the entertainment business in general. Just they because they were in the biz. She was it, in the biz. Yeah, exactly. And she's seen it. You know, it, it can mess people up. And, you know, people lose themselves and, and um, think the world revolves around them and this and that. And, but the craziest thing about the story is that I always told him one day when I get my record deal, we're going to play together. And when I got my record deal, I called him. He had actually moved to Nashville and started playing for Brett Eldridge, who's a friend of mine and a few other people. So now the guy who taught me how to play is the, uh, is the band leader in my band. Let me be always. On Jason Aldean's label? It's it's crazy. I uh, I really have no idea how this happened. I, <laughs> I feel like I'm living one of those crazy Nashville stories because all this was was me taking flights to Nashville, meeting great writers, and just saying, "Look, I don't want anything from this other than just to learn what it takes to write a great country song because I love country music." And on a plane, these guys were fans of Lone Survivor, which was a Navy SEAL film I did back in the day, and. We started talking and next thing you know, we end up working together and then we're signed and it's just Jeez. amazing. And Jason's been so, so spectacular as well. He's, you know, for somebody who's achieved so much, he's one of the most humble guys in the world and has been so pivotal in, in, in helping me kind of navigate this crazy world. But there's mu- there's more things that you love. Are you not competitive at... Uh, uh, skydiving and freestyle skiing like I'm, I'm serious when we when we made the joke about like there's no room left on your resume to add things like you is there some anything that you don't do you can't give 400% all the time Alex <laughs> I don't know what it is I guess I just like to keep busy and those are the things that like fill my soul like like whether it's skydiving or, or skiing or or just like I love the outdoors I grew up you know just spending all my time out, outside so I love BC. just adventures you know yeah bc and canada is some of the most amazing um country in the world um so i just think that that is what fills my soul so whenever i get a chance i always want to jump out of a plane and go surfing or go do something you know? <laughs> and then oh what's this go off earlier this year to film a Nicki minaj music video <laughs> oh you know with what free time you That's have shit.
Hey girl, I can lick it, I can ride it while you slip it and slide it. I can do all them little tricks and You know, that is hilarious. That that is like the you only live once. That how that happens pretty hilarious. My college roommate was an engineer and I was a nightmare to room with in college. Like um I think he thought I was going to be one way and I was just some this crazy dude in college and I convinced him to drop out of engineering and get into film because he really did love film and I was like I don't know why you're doing this like I was like you want to be in the film industry he goes on to produce some of the biggest music videos in Los Angeles and he calls me literally like two days before this video was shooting was like dude we really need a guy for this Nikki's team really likes you for this will you do it and I was like whatever let's let's <laughs> give it a shot and I'm so happy I did she it was a really really funny thing to do I told the president of the label though I was like John, this is not country, man. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you, dude. Man, I wish I was on your friends black book. I mean, maybe, maybe now I can be. Maybe maybe yeah, now. Yeah, you guys are now. Right. Yeah. No, we're going to get you blacklisted cuz be like, yeah. "Oh, well, those people don't know how to yeah. do anything." So now we're going to think twice about Alexander. Well, we're excited that you have this album out. It's Highway 99. Uh, the song is Let Me Be Your Whiskey, uh, and you are performing it around Canada and filming all kinds of movies and stuff. Is there like uh, a tour or something you know? Maybe there's something in the works where, say, Halifax might be somewhere you may find yourself soon performing without, music. Without a doubt. I, I would love to come in the studio, too, and, and play for you guys, too. Uh, and, yes, please. Um, yeah, and I mean, this only works if it's authentic. Like people need to know that this is for real, and that's going to be one fan at a time. So I, I would be honored to come by and and do this um, for you. I I, I want to tour in Canada as much as I can because any chance I never get to be home. So any chance I get to be home is just the best thing ever for me. So we're in the middle of planning like festivals and tours like that, and when I can take time off to go do that. And yeah, it's, it's great. I'm, I'm really, really excited. And yeah. you have an open invitation here. Oh, thank you so much. And by the way, <laughs> told you. <laughs> He's waiting this whole interview. What a way to start the morning. <laughs> <laughs> wearing crystal meth like a backpack caught inside BC prison yard. It's not funny, it's sad. We're Melody Informant in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. It's just one of many headlines in the news this week that we cannot make up, but we can round up like we do every week at this time. And they're headlines like these. Thousands of non-prescription pills found after Dartmouth woman stopped for DUI. Ah... Of course. Well. <laughs> Laser light shot at incoming flights to Halifax turns out to be tipped over Christmas decoration pointing at the sky. <laughs> That's the best. RCMP in BC seek person dressed as cow playing ding dong ditch. <laughs> They'll never find him. Ontario butter tart bandit connected to string of break-ins. What you wouldn't do for a good butter tart. Yeah, you go back again and again and, and again, again, and again, and again. And again. Yeah. UK town's New Year's Eve fireworks canceled due to self-pleasuring walrus. <laughs> Is it because everyone was watching the walrus instead? Or? stole the show. Yeah. <laughs> what you, I can do. UK woman says she only drove drunk to avoid having a threesome. Oh, naturally. Of course. <laughs> UK hotel chains lost and found items include a seagull, 
Segway scooter, four foot tall model gingerbread man, and a pair of donkeys. I want to stay there. <laughs> Again, headlines we cannot make up, but we are rounding up like mom forced to find 11 year old daughter on Roblox tells her to defrost dinner. <laughs> Oh, there you are. <laughs> Man left wife at rest stop, drove 160 kilometers before realizing. Okay. He's like, it's unusually quiet in this car. <laughs> Man almost died after turning his head too fast playing pickleball. What? <laughs> That's why you don't do pickleball. Risks of pickleball, man. <laughs> Florida burglars call police for helping move stolen items. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> A Seattle thief arrested after seeing similar to Austin Powers attempting to 18-point turn a shuttle cart in a hallway. <laughs> She wasn't getting away very no. quick. New Orleans man fights off carjacker with pot of gumbo. Oh, did it work? As one does. Yes, yes. he did. Oh, wow. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah. What else is it good for? I can't make these headlines up. We can only round them up. Iowa man caught driving 190 kilometers an hour, oh. quote, because a good song came on the radio. <laughs> He was jamming out, man. 190. That was a good song. A few more headlines of the week left that we can't make up, but we can round up. Gas station heroin banned in Ohio. Heroin. Heroin, like the drug. That headline again, something called gas station heroin has been legal in Ohio this whole time. Man, why would we go to Hawaii, Hawaii Ohio now? <laughs> And finally, Seattle man tries the diverting money to your own account scheme from office space to steal from the company. Cops found his entire plot detailed in a folder labeled, yep, office space project. <laughs> Are you team sponge or team rag? Dishcloth. It's a rag. I wash myself with a rag on a stick. We're Melody and Foreman <laughs> in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. You can't bring Simpsons into this as a backup for your point. What about your filthy old rags? Think of the resources it takes to make a rag, how much more expensive it is, how many there are, how wasteful it is to throw out a whole rag. I hope you can see what a silly waste of resources this was. Thank you. No matter how many times you say rag, it doesn't change that this dishcloth. You're just trying to change a word so that it sounds bad and it has negative connotations in people's brain. You are taking a page out of the Donald Trump book. Wrong. <laughs> I calls it how I sees it and I was assaulted in my home this week where Ashley just dropped this bomb on me how it's my fault that we're using sponges. We get the dollar store ones. They're great. They're simple, easy, efficient. They lather great. You can throw them out when they start to fall apart. It's perfect. It's a great system, but she would prefer a rag. A dishcloth. Even though she's the one that's buying these things and enabling this. Well, she's right. And as Matthew says in the text, he is team Melody with child on this one. Sponges are backup foreman, he said. And as for the cost, because you had mentioned earlier that, that it was not cost efficient. He said, this is Nova Scotia, man. 
get the knitted ones from the ladies at the Legion. <laughs> the knitted ones? Yes. Well, the, Yvonne says, my mom knits cloths and I still don't use them. The scrape side of the sponges clutch. Team sponge. Sponges are great for dishes, but not for general cleaning. Bruce says, Foreman bro, <laughs> Foreman bro, you're killing me on this. A sponge is nasty for cleaning and food gets all stuck in it and That's nasty stale water oozing out of it. And let me clear something up for you, bud. A rag is an old ripped t-shirt to be used to wipe grease off your hands in the garage. A dishcloth is, is the not same. a rag. <laughs> and Team Melody all the way on this one, buddy. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this? Hey, it's Shelby. Shelby! Shelby, hi! What can we do for you today? Shelby, hi! So I'm definitely Team Rag. Yes. Oh, as you should be. Gross. I can't say I don't use sponges, but when I use a sponge, it's like to clean the top of my stove. But I also use the Dawn Power Spray, which makes a sponge not necessary because it helps get rid of all the stuck-on stuff. So I'm definitely Team Rag. That never works. You cannot win. It's over with the fancy sprays (laughs) that take off things that need to be scrubbed. (laughs) Not a chance. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. No. And I will say, with that, with that, sponges are best for cleaning. Uh, like a dishes. For cleaning, you're right. No, for cleaning dishes because of the scrubbing nature of them. Mm-hmm. But they're not the best for cleaning your kitchen. And Foreman, as far as your cost effectiveness, sponges, yes, you get 10 for a dollar twenty-five at the dollar store. Yeah. But you get like six rags at Walmart for like 10 bucks and... They're good for like a couple years. Exactly. So Ew, a couple years. She's not leaving them in her sink for a couple years. She's yeah, washing them. What is wrong that's with why you? Why we call them rags? Who knew you were the more disgusting one of <laughs> of the two of us? Hi, you're on Hot Country 103.5. Who's this? It's Andrea. Andrea. It's Andrea who had a farm. Oh, don't forget the pig that lived in the living room. And she is on the phone. Think of the bacteria flying around your <laughs> rags. I actually am split down the middle because we use both. Mm-hmm. We use a special type of sponge to clean our glass top stove. Mm-hmm. And then I use a dish cloth because the word rag just sounds really gross. Yeah, yeah, but I it's what it is. I use a to clean the rest of my kitchen. Yes. So, so no, you use a cloth for for general kitchen cleaning. Funny that how little... how how we've had made technological advances to have glass top stoves. They they cook better. They look nicer. They work better. But they have to mandate that the only way to properly <laughs> clean them is to use a sponge. For the same reason that sponges are better for dishes. It's that specific little uh, rough area scrubbing thing. Mm-hmm. But it's not better for general cleaning, which is what we're actually talking about. Stop trying to twist it. Kim, sponge your rag. Well, I call it a dishcloth. As do everyone else, Kim. A sponge collects, it'll hold mold in there. Wrong. No! You know what else is known for mold? Rags. Stop it. It's just a freaking dishcloth. <laughs> Better known as Rag. You're the worst. I want to I punch him. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs>
can't help that this is what's in the headlines this morning. It is tragic, but it is true. Melody and Foreman. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 103.5. This is Tragically Trending. We have Brad Pitt, who is taking time out of his busy schedule of getting sober, getting sued by his ex-wife, and apparently getting ready to retire to share his biggest pet peeve when it comes to driving. You know what my pet peeve, my Larry David moment is? Is when people are in the passing lane and they're going as slow as everyone in the regular lane. Yeah. And they block the whole thing. And you can't get around because I like to, um, yeah, yeah, I gotta move. And when I feel trapped, I go all Larry David on him. Oh, Brad, we're kindred spirits, me and Brad Pitt. Did we need to know that? Yes. About Brad? No, we didn't. Absolutely. Well, now you do. And, and he's so right. I guess. Move over. I mean, breaking news, Brad Pitt feels like everybody else does when they're driving. But... Yeah, that is breaking news. <laughs> Who's this? Hey, it's Shelby. <gasps> Shelby! Shelby, hi, what can we do for you today? Shelby, hi! Every time you're getting up now. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. Um, I'm totally in agreement with Foreman. If you're, if you mess up my cruise control when I'm on the highway, it's I mean, very frustrating. I feel like we're all in agreement yes. with with Brad Pitt, actually, not Foreman. Hey. But <laughs> but does it did it change your life at all to know that Brad Pitt felt the same as every driver on the road? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes. well then good. I'm glad that I'm here to, you know. No, I agree with Shelby too. I it really does change I mean, Brad Pitt doesn't have someone to drive him around all over the place. And he's he's just such an everyman kind of guy where he gets road rage at people going slow in the left lane. Hmm. Absolutely. Well, good. I'm glad that we can, you know, change your life. Although, I have to admit, Foreman, yeah. there was a guy on the magazine the other day driving, and he was, like, speeding, trying to get past me. So he weaved into the other lane, so I literally sat beside the other car just so he couldn't get by me. <sighs> Oh. Uh, you know what? I, I agree with you on that one, too. When they're going way too fast and weaving in and out, it's your civic duty to prevent the upcoming accidents. I was just trying to save them a ticket. Exactly. You How did the you right thing. How do you guys know that not every person that's ahead of you in the left lane is also doing their civic duty towards you? They're going 80. That's how I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is the speed limit, yeah. by the way. Uh. <laughs> Not on the 102. It's, it's 100. That's, That's true. Right. Sometimes it's 110. You're right. <laughs> Text 902-425-1035. Write Melody Informant on socials. Or email Melody Informant at hotcountry1035.ca.